This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. It's ten past eight. Time for our update on what is going on in the Waipa district. This week we're hearing from Deputy Mayor Liz Stolwick. Happy New Year, Liz. Yeah, good morning. How are you doing? Good, Seems thanks. It's like a long time since I've spoken, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it has since before you were um, re-elected uh, in October. So, um, yeah. Oh, goodness, that long. Okay. Yes. Right, a lot has happened since then. Yes, yeah, we definitely have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, hey, look, well, I just thought I'd just start. Um, I was at uh, St. Peter's last night. We have a new principal at St. Peter's. Um, of course, one of our um, high schools, we've got three in the district. And so really, really very, very warm welcome to, to Marcus Blackburn and his um, and his family to uh, Cambridge and to Waipa. So great to have uh, a new principal there. So, yeah, just a, just a nice kind of welcome attended last night by many, by many parents and uh, other people as well. But uh, most of the day, of course, I was in council. So yesterday was our very first day back um, into the council chambers for 2023. So I just thought I'd highlight some of the, the well, not the issues, but some of the things that, uh, of course, we spoke about. But um, particularly for Cambridge, I think um, for a long time now, I have been hearing about uh, you know the fact that we are gobbling up a lot of um, our existing industrial land, our space, and how happy, and we need more. So um, businesses are crying out for more land. So that was one of the one of the things on our agenda yesterday was opening up more land in Hokapu, uh, so that you know as uh, businesses do relocate or, or, or create it in Waipa, that we are able to accommodate them and uh, do more business here. So um, that's uh, a new district plan kind of change that's coming our way. Um, but also, I guess the other thing too is that we're looking at our sort of levels of service and operating things. And, uh, yeah, really important that we keep on top of the things that we already do have. So there was, uh, funnily enough, a lot of people have been querying the, our doggy bins lately. And uh, it just it does look like we need to be servicing those a little bit more. So I guess I just wanted to let people know that um, we're our eyes on the ball there and, uh, and just looking at how we might be servicing those in the future and increasing those levels as well. So that, uh, you know, that, I guess, covers across the board too. Really important that uh, what we have we maintain to a high standard. Uh, and that, uh, you know, we'd look at what other areas we think or, you know, residents think that we might or could do better at. And recycling. I know recycling is one of the ones that you wanted to talk about too, Gary, this morning. Yes, so there's been a problem with the staff driving the trucks that do the recycling rounds. That's right, yes. Yeah, so obviously, um, yeah, recycling services is a business that operates independently of council, but they have had um, huge driver shortages, which has resulted in a number of our bins, um, Obviously, across whole, right across the district, not been um, able to be picked up. So, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that this can get sorted out soon. Um, you know, people's you know refuse and uh, you know bottles and, and glass and things like that. You know, we we, we offer us we, we want to offer a really good service, um, <clears throat> but like many businesses, I guess, um, yeah, there's just been a little bump in the road, so to speak. And so, yeah, hopefully this can get resolved really, really soon. What can council do in a situation like that where a, a council contractor is having trouble actually providing its service? Mm. Well, I guess that's one of the reasons why we contract these things out, isn't it, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so that it doesn't become council's problem um, and, you know, that you have really skilled people and businesses, um, you know, that are able to operate and, and um, 
and tough times as well. But look, look, you know, the, the driver shortages are not unique to Waipa. There's, there's no question around that. Um, across many businesses, I know there are, there are struggles there. So, you know, in terms of what council can do, yes, look, it is about just communicating out to our residents that there's going to be some delays. Um, and, 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 you know, essentially, yeah, let's, let's hope the contractor can get up and operating um, back to full, you know, levels of staffing and things like that really, really soon. But look, we, we are looking at that, um, you know, keeping a close eye, because obviously, you know, it is for us really embarrassing, you know, that we, we want to offer a really, really good service to all our residents. So, um, yeah, I've got, we've got our eye on the ball in, in terms of, hey, well, what, is, what does this look, look, look like going forward? Um, is this, you know, how can, you know, how can we do things better? So, yeah. I think this is a work in progress for sure. Do you know if the driver shortages um, nationwide are somewhat to do with COVID or is it because of uh, pay rates or something like that? Oh, look, it's, it's, it's shortages across, you know, nationally for sure. So, um, you know, the fact that we haven't had, you know, um, you know, immigrants coming into New Zealand for some time, we just simply don't have the people on the ground. Um, and of course, there's a price war, a wage war out there as well. So you might get someone really good, but then someone else pinches them. Um, so, you know, it, there is just a, a real lack of people who are able to service a number of industries. Um, and look, builders are in the same, exactly the same situation as well. So it's not unique to driving. It's, um, you know, certainly across the board. So look, I think, I think it's, we've had a, a really tricky few years. Um, lots of unintended consequences have resulted out of COVID. This is one of them. Um, and now, you know, it's really about rebuilding and, you know, trying to get things back to normal or what, what was our normal, I suppose, back, um, you know, three years ago. So these are, these are really good, good hard questions for our government. And I, and I know everyone's working really hard to try and, um, resolve some of them. For New Zealand and certainly for the Waipa district, it's a case of rapid growth, isn't it? And, uh, you know, we, we cover a lot of land for our relatively small population, so it must be um, hard to find the resources, not to mention the staff, to actually cover the services over um, the very wide area, um, especially in the cases of, of districts like uh, Waipa, um, where yeah, you have a very long range um, and, and areas in there where there there aren't many people, but other areas where there are small towns. Oh look, look, that's that's exactly right. And look, it's probably time, and this leads me to, into quite a nice little segue actually, carry into into a really piece of work that um, we're about to go out to our um, residents on um, this month. In fact, we launched it on the thirteenth of February. So we're, we're now looking at our at a spatial plan. And, you know, what, what that is essentially is it's a blueprint for our district. Um, so what we're hoping, what we're wanting to do is have, take a really good look at what we have, what um, future planning and investments is kind of needed for the whole of Waipa, but ultimately think about how we shape our place. How do we shape our own local villages, our towns? What does, what does Waipa look like um, for the next 50 years? So this is, you know, we often hear, I often hear from people, well, you know, Cambridge in particular, it's losing its village feel or um, you're growing too fast or you're growing too small and what's happening out there or, you know, there's lots of questions. And so I think sometimes you have to stop and you just have to take a breath and you have to come back and, and everyone kind of has to have their say, well, what, what do we want? Rather than, you know, I mean, it, it, planning can 
it's, it's really important we plan our district. We don't just let it just go free fall. And we have been really, really good at that. Um, and Cambridge in particular is a fine example of really good planning. So now um, we're just taking that breath again and we're, you know, everyone will get a wee note in their letterbox shortly inviting them to a local meeting. And so we've got 22 meetings to come. Um, like I say, they, they actually start next week. Um, and the idea is that we hope that residents will come and talk about what their vision is, what their dreams are, and what they would like to see for their district. So we've, we've called this the Ahu Aki Waipa Community Spatial Plan. So um, you will hear about it, you will see it in local papers, um, inviting you to come and um, yeah, talk about what you like and some of the, maybe you might have some ideas, you might have some frustrations, but um, this is a really big piece of work that I think is really, really important for our district right now. Now this is probably in the Waipa district, it's the most important point at which discussion and community consultation is required um, since Cambridge Town Hall. Everybody was real passionate in their opinions about um, Cambridge Town Hall and about it being um, retained um, in most cases. Um, Absolutely. But, but yeah. this is a case of people's pride in their towns, which they may have lived in for decades and decades and used to be under their own borough councils. Um, so... Again, it's, I mean, dare I mention Three Waters, it's the idea of, um, uh, you know, the Waipa district has um, taken up all of these towns which used to have their own boroughs and now it's all being planned together as one. Um, that would be a big thing for people to take in. Oh, definitely. Things are changing. And some things we uh, have the ability to to change or to or to I guess you know plan. There are other things that have kind of been like three waters um, gifted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I use the word gifted now because you know it's, it's been it's been quite a fight. But anyway, look that is, that is going to be thrust upon us. So you know we need to we need to plan for that now. We need to think about how how our district um, you know will look and look and feel and and, and what our council looks like as well. So, you know, really important to, to get out there on the ground. But, look, Mayor Susan and I, of course, feel, you know, really passionately about, about making sure we, we keep connecting with, um, you know, with, with Waipai residents. So um, you probably read, Gary, like, late, just last, um, late last year, you know, we, we hit the road as often as we can. Um, and, in fact, tomorrow we're going to head um, out to the, the Cambridge Tree Trust. Um, we're having morning tea with them, but also going to have a wee look at what they're up to around Cambridge to see all their fine work. Um, you know, the organisations like that, you know, oh gosh, they really are the backbone of, of Cambridge in a way. I look at all our service clubs, you know, we're so lucky with the Cambridge Lions of Rotary Clubs, you know, there's been so many of them. So, yeah, tomorrow we head to the Tree Trust. But also we're going to head out to um, the Lily Farm, actually, on um, Kaipaki Road, um, to see Colin and Mary Birch, because, you know, again, a, a really good example of a, of a really good business operating in Cambridge, just on the outskirts here, to understand... Yeah, well, how, what does what does business look like for them at the moment? You know, over COVID, we saw photos, you know, of Lily's being normal and things because they were unable to pick them. So yeah, just really wanting to connect with um, businesses. So look, if you are a business out there um, in, in Waipara and Cambridge particularly, and, and, and you're, um, you know, would like to catch up um, with myself and, and Mia Susan, please reach out to me, and yeah, we can um, add you to our our, our list of um, places to visit over the next few months.
That's great for the community to know. Uh, Waipa Deputy Mayor Liz Stowick, thank you as always for coming on the free breakfast and welcome back. Yes, thank you. All right. Talk soon. Thanks, Gary. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.